Okay, welcome to the second edition of the Foodist Life podcast with me, Jambo, and... Me, Steph. Beautiful. (laughs) So, Steph, since our last podcast, what have you been up to? Oh, Jambo. Um, What have I been up to? I this weekend I've had a weekend that I'm too it's too soon to actually talk about. Mm. Had a bruisey brunch with my friends. There were six of us. Let's just say I was in bed by seven p.m. For good reasons. Oh or... no, not no, no, and no. I still can't discuss them because it's too raw. Yeah, um, I've also done some non-alcoholic things. I went to a baseball batting cage. Have you ever done that? Oh no, and I would love to. Honestly, yeah. game changer for life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've done a few fun things, and then obviously working, living life. Living How about life. you, Jambo? Tell me. Uh, well, living in the fast lane, you know me. <laughs> um, working hard, working in the gym a lot. Actually went to see a knee specialist today for my uh, pesky knee issue that I have. Ooh. I know. Tell me um, Due for surgery in two weeks' time. Ooh. Mm. Uh, just pending approval from my insurance company. But Exciting. Yeah. Jambo might one day actually be able to walk properly. No, nonsense. Hey. One of three operations they have lined up. But yeah, apart from that, just, you know, on the daily grind, Steph. Love it. Okay, so. Living the dream. Well, well. <laughs> so this week's uh, topic of conversation, Steph, is the scales and before and after pictures. Yes. Okay, and um, we're going to go through and maybe discuss some pros and cons of the um Obviously, weighing yourself and pros and cons of um, before and after pictures. So, Steph, talk to me. Scales. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was going to be a question there. So, this this is a funny one, isn't it? It's mm. it's one on social media that I I quite talk about negatively, let's say. Mm-hmm. But the reality is. You've got to find your own scale groove. You've got to find your own measurement groove because there's so many pros and cons to, look, we've got all these measurements. We've got scale weight. We've got, you can take circumference measurements. We've got before and after pictures. Mm -hmm. You can get on a Tanita scales if you've got one or ones at the gym or something. Um, There's lots of different ways to measure yourself. Traditionally, I would say the diet and industry use the scales, which the reason I portray them negatively on social media is because they are the most worthless, in some cases, mm-hmm. ways to measure yourself. And I don't know, it's um, it's scary how much people's progress and general dieting ways get absolutely shot out of the water, literally because of the scales. Yeah. Um, but there's also some pros to them, which I'm sure we'll discuss. But yeah. So off the air, we were just discussing... Uh, scales and um, I think we have some contrasting views um, but also come in line with some views so uh, we were talking about the pros and cons Um, some things that are pros can also be cons for example we were discussing people that measure their weight once a week um, they might get on the scale one day and be on the heavier side of their measurements um, and feel they've made no progress where they could actually weigh themselves the next day and it could be a completely different weight. But obviously playing the sort of devil's advocate here is that then it has an unhealthy obsession with uh, obviously weighing yourself. And that is quite a big problem, I think, in the in general population. Mm. People almost get obsessive by the number on the scale when it is just a unit of measurement. But people obviously really strive and want to hit their uh, sort of numbers. Yeah, I mean, the first thing that I always speak to clients about when we're talking about measuring and tracking progress and stuff is, look, 
We've got the scales. They are a measurement of progress, but they are going to fluctuate. And generally, you can fluctuate between one to eight pounds a day. Mm -hmm. And that's not even an exaggeration. It mm -hmm. can be a day. Like, you've got to look at when you last ate the night before. Are you measuring, getting on the scales at the same time every single day? Um, what's your poop schedule like? If you haven't gone for a poo that day, yeah. then you might be heavier. Ladies, is it time of the month? Are oh, yeah. you more stressed? Have you been sleeping well? All this water retention going on. Literally, our bodies are not a machine. They're yeah. not robots. I actually used to have, actually, the weekends was, like, really, really weird for me because I'd play sport on both Saturday and a Sunday, and I'd usually go out drinking in between. Oops. Um, but what I'd wear, say, on, like, a Friday morning, then compared to a, say, Saturday, Saturday after the game, Sunday morning, my weight would literally it'd look like a zigzag mm. because of things like obviously losing sweat, water retention, alcohol intake, dehydration, a number of things. So, you know, sometimes I think we, we forget how, many, how much fluctuation you can get. Um, and yeah, and it becomes almost a bit obsessive. Like that number doesn't really mean anything. Mm. It's how you feel in yourself and how you look and everything else. Yeah. It is the classic scenario, and it is, and I'll always, and you're the same, Jambo, will always promote, look, how do you feel in your clothes? Mm. Are you feeling good? Are, do you feel things are going in the right direction? But on the flip side of everything we've just said, the scales still do provide a number, and I'm a big fan of you can't manage what you don't measure. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, the scales for most people do need to go down if you're trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. But that's not going to be every day. It's not going to be every week. It's not going to be necessarily every month. No. But as long as from X to Y date, yep. they're going in the right direction, you've got to take the average. Yeah, progress is never linear, especially in things like this. Sort of to, again, contrast and fuse to Steph, because obviously I have to. <laughs> no, I don't. But if you do have a, a healthy understanding of, of the number and the scale, there is no harm in weighing yourself daily. But... That is the point is it's all about if you have a healthy appreciation, a healthy understanding um, and you just got to be honest with yourself. If it's something that you feel that you're going to get obsessive over, then it's not it's not like necessary. Like it's not going to all of a sudden you're not going to lose more weight because you're checking your weight every day. Mm -hmm. um, if you're doing the, the things right, things will look after themselves. Yeah, you, you have to find your own groove with the scales. There's like you say, there's no one best way is going to fit all on no. this. Think about yourself mentally. Do you get a bit hung up? Have you been hung up in the past yeah. on the scales and has it oh, derailed yeah. you? 100%. I used to have, um, I'd say, quite an unhealthy obsession with weighing myself. Like, when if I was trying to cut, I'd, like, weigh myself and get obsessive and I'd weigh myself in the morning and then in the evening. And then, yeah, I'd take one after I have a poo. Mm. And then I'd take one after I had a giant wee. Yeah. And it sounds ridiculous, but I would be really obsessive. Now, I think I have a healthier appreciation of maybe the mental side of, of weighing yourself and I actually do weigh myself daily and then just take an average through the week and as long as my weekly average is coming down it doesn't have to be every week it is coming down but I can just look at it and understand have a healthy appreciation of the trend so yeah yeah I think you make a very good point and I can't say I've had the best relationship always with scales either like I'd make sure I would never weigh myself before I got back from the gym in the morning but I wouldn't drink too much water like <laughs> It's just ridiculous, yeah, isn't it? it is. It's absolutely ridiculous. The like, one, th go on. I was about to say that if that number, if somebody just put any number up there, like it could mean anything. It could be anything. So it is, it's hard to grasp, I and mean, it takes a while to get the understanding. But that is why I think 
before and after pictures are so important. Oh, uh, literally, yes, yes, and yes. Before and after pictures are my favourite mm-hmm. form of measuring because you can not make any scale progress mm-hmm. because your weight has stayed the same, but your body fat percentage is going down. Mm-hmm. And the might be the only way you can see that. You won't be able to see it in the mirror day to day because no. you look at yourself every day. Exactly. But you leave it a month, you leave it six weeks, you leave it even two months, you're going to see a difference. Yeah. I think is well, that's such a good measure and a tool um, to keep you motivated as well because after a while, if you're just looking at numbers, they kind of like come a bit diluted. Um, so I actually, a couple of years ago, um, decided I was going to lean up for the summer. Um, started at Christmas and then every six weeks, I would take a, sort of a before and after or a progress pick. Um, and sometimes the scale didn't really change, mm. but my body completely changed. So there was one week between, I think it was January and March or middle of March, I saw quite a lot of progress change. Uh, I think I lost like five kilos in that time. Um, and then from March to May, um, I think I only lost like two or three kilos on the scale. But then the, the actual change of my body shape and everything mm. was completely different. So maybe between six, a week one to six i might have made more progress on the scale but from six to twelve there was completely like yes even though the scale said that i had maybe done worse but it wasn't there was completely different this is why all of my clients I've, you always tell them take as many measurements different forms of measurements as you can yeah because the more measurements you have the more <laughs> um, yeah the more chance you have uh, see actually seeing your progress having one form of measurement i.e the scale weight yeah. you're always going to derail yourself yeah. okay nine times out of ten you're yeah. going to derail yourself another thing sort of on that as well why i think before and after pictures are great is because usually when people go on the weight loss journey okay they exercise more not always mm. and it's not mutually exclusive <laughs> but People tend to do a bit more exercise, try to be a bit more active. So all of a sudden you might find yourself, although you're not going to start putting on kilos and kilos or pounds and pounds of uh, muscle, um, you will maybe just, you'll put on a little bit, maybe you're coming a bit more athletic, maybe your your muscle memory's kicking in a little bit, maybe your body's actually changing shape a little bit. So it might not necessarily be that, oh, I haven't lost five kilos or half a stone this six weeks, whatever it should be. But instead, I look a lot more athletic. I feel better in my clothes. Um, and yeah, that's a measurement in itself. You know, all of a sudden, am I working harder at boot camp? Am I tra- getting mm-hmm. through the class without stopping this time? Have I run for five minutes without stopping? You know, these are the kind of measurements that you can can sort of record. Yeah. And it's um, it's not... I think you make a valid point there in... It's not just focusing on your measurements all the time. Mm-hmm. Performance goals. Oh, um, yeah. You get a lot of PTs talking about this, which I completely agree with, is like you say, how are you doing in the gym? Are your energy levels in the gym? Have you got more energy to train? Yeah. Those oh. are things to also notice. Yeah. They're measurement tools at the end of the day. They're really good tools. And um, obviously, I don't want to sort of stray too far away from the scales and the topic. But yeah, I think like um, personally myself at the moment, I am sort of trying to uh, lean up or lose a little bit of body fat but performance in the gym to me is really really important and sometimes maybe the scales aren't moving as quickly as I wanted them to but my performance is really high at the moment I've got to sort of accept my battles and I'm not I'm not losing progress I'm actually making progress more in one side than the other but it doesn't mean that I'm not making progress in both Mm -hmm. so yeah 
question for you before and after pictures how often would you suggest taking them that's a very good Mm. question um depending on your journey um and potentially motivation um i'd say anywhere between every six weeks and then potentially even 12 every 12 because obviously depending on where you are on your journey you're going to see more progress initially um if you're at the start of your journey potentially if you've been going through the journey for a long period of time maybe you'll need a slightly larger um sort of average so that you can compare yeah one thing i would say with all forms of measurements and i did mention it just a bit minute before is you've got to be consistent with when you take the measurements i always suggest first thing in the morning after your first wee same clothes if not no clothes depending on who's around yes um but as consistent of environment as physically possible because otherwise if you're you can't go and step on the scales on a monday morning and then compare that to your saturday night measurement it's just yeah and i think um things like what i see a lot in before and after pictures as well is um people might try in their before pictures um you know make it a bit darker in the room and oh. wear like baggy but yes. like if they're in their underwear for example might wear like bigger underwear because it covers more of their body <laughs> and then it comes through to the next picture and they've got great lighting and oh. and it, there's obviously you're still putting great work in and you're seeing great progress but that is one of my big big sort of things i would love to say to people you know be embrace what you have already like there's no there's no shame in it this is the start of you taking control of your journey yeah i'm all for the pictures where we talked about it in the last podcast where you see before and afters and i have it in some of my clients like the pot how their posture and they they smile in their second picture but i do truly believe 73% 73% lighting is what it's all about. Oh, yeah. And if you're literally just changing the lighting, that doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> you've made progress Yes. on Instagram. Well, on my Instagram, it works. People think I'm muscular shredded and <laughs> we all know that's not true. So, Yeah, I do I do have a thing about filters at the moment. That is for sure. And it's, uh, oh, that's a topic. That itself. is a topic, isn't it? Goodness me. Absolutely. Drop the filters, people. Drop them. Let's be natural. Hurts me. Yeah, let's be beautiful, natural. Okay, so um, off uh, again, we've just been having a good old nag, because that's what we do. But back on track with us, the um, podcast, almost called it an AirPod then. Don't get any free advertising. <laughs> um, so what I would like to know, Steph, is um, understanding what's best for you in regards to scales, before and after pictures, any other yeah. bits and bobs? So my take-home points would be, look, you've got to find your own groove with your measurements so firstly take as many measurements as you possibly can so we've talked about the scales we've talked about circumference measurements with a tape measure we've talked about before and after pictures we've talked about getting a tanita scales or whatever they're called an in-body in your gym um take as many as possible take as many as possible is my big thing how often you do it is again going to depend on you like you've said as well jambo but some people are going to be okay with every day. Some people like to see the numbers and like analysing all those numbers. I do think you can't manage what you don't measure. Um, but again, you've got to make sure your relationship is healthy with the measurements. So scales in particular, they're the big ones for me. Look, I'm not saying don't use them. I have a lot of clients that don't use them. I have a lot of clients that do use them. Mm-hmm. And it, you've got to find the groove yourself because I can't tell you 
what's going to be best for you. You know yourself. Um, yeah. Sure. Oh, last thing. Oh. Just uh, before. And consistency. Consistency with when yeah. you measure because that is the biggest actually. I, I've seen like a lot of people who will go, say like the first six weeks we're taking like a before and after picture and they see this amazing progress and they're like, yeah, <laughs> like let's get another one in and all of a sudden that six weeks becomes mm. four weeks and they don't see the progress and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I'll do it again in two weeks and then that's how it becomes a bit unhealthy so just be really strict with it say if i'm gonna do it every four weeks or every eight weeks or every six weeks stick to it and i'd just like to say here this is why working with a professional always helps because it keeps you accountable with like you say these timelines and okay you can then think i'm sending my measurements every day to my coach Mm -hmm. the scale weight is this healthy for me? Yeah, this is working really well. I'm feeling really motivated by this. Or are you thinking, actually, no, this is, I'm getting too obsessed with this. But finding that groove yeah. on your own is sometimes hard. Yeah, and, and that is exactly why I think it's important to sometimes seek professional help because sometimes you, you sort of doubt yourself and you question yourself. And sometimes you just need to turn to someone to give you that reassuring, you know, don't worry about the scales, don't worry about the numbers, keep looking after the process. And then, in two weeks time we can reevaluate, etc and the same with before and after pictures and let me just say debbie down the road karen from accounts they can't be your accountability buddies because they don't care enough yeah no. about your journey pay someone to do the job they are professional they are as passionate about your results as you are yeah goodness your partner you're too close to them you're probably just going to argue find a professional is mine yeah Oh, 100%. I mean, me, myself, I've been qualified now for 11 years in the fitness industry. Um, maybe longer than that. Goodness, I'm old. And um, Very old. I still have now uh, a coach, even though I know how to do mm. everything, but it's accountability. Yeah. I can turn to him when I'm questioning myself, things don't feel right, just bounce ideas. And usually after a couple of messages, I feel great. 100%. Love it. Good. Okay, so... On to next week's podcast there. Yes. What have we got on the agenda next week? We're going to talk about a very popular topic on Jumbo's Instagram at the moment. (sighs) And that is the gym anxiety and culture. I cannot wait for this one. It's going to be a powerful one. So, yeah, we're just going to talk a bit about uh, potentially things that people think are common in gym anxiety. Um, I think it's a lot of um, almost a stigmatism around it, especially... um, I think it's quite common among women, uh, but also I think it's even more common amongst men that's not spoke about. So, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Can't wait, Jambo. So, until next week, guys, I've been Jambo. Where can we find you, Jambo? Oh, at <laughs> jambo.the.great. Honestly, I need as many followers as I can. He's on Instagram. I am also on Instagram. I am on Facebook. I am on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple. I pods tunes (laughs) we're everywhere um so i'm at foodislife.nutrition um you can always get in contact with me my website is foodislifenutrition.com sweet until until next time thank you jambo see you later